Hello and welcome to the very first episode on the Youth Palo podcast. My name is Sebastian Bayal and I'm going to be the host of this podcast. This being the very um, the first episode, I chose a topic that is very, very passionate to me and very dear to my heart. Um, I chose Ghana as a topic and it is going to be a two-part episode. So the first part, I'm going to tell you all, up, all there is to know about Ghana and if you want to visit Ghana, what to expect and, 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 and all of that. The second part, I'm going to talk about a, a, a very, very interesting topic, uh, the political and democratic systems that exist in Ghana. Um, and then I'm going to put that in the context of how corruption has eaten into the very fabric of the, the the system and society um, um, the society in Ghana and so um, yeah it it, it it is going to be a very um, um, lengthy discussion but quite interesting and I know that you're going to pick up a few things um, from from me the rest you can look up uh, Ghana on the internet uh, Google is is a friend you can always ask Google for for, for a lot of things but on this show uh, I hope to serve you. So, um, if you don't know where Ghana is, Ghana is in Africa. It is off the West African coast, and it is um, it is a neighbor to to La Côte d'Ivoire to the west, and then Burkina Faso to the north, and then La Côte d'Ivoire, um, no Togo to the east. The rest is the ocean. If you happen to fly into Ghana, the first thing that I can assure that you're going to meet is a smile on someone's face. Because Ghanaians love to smile, Ghanaians are very jovial, Ghanaians are very welcoming. All my travels, whenever I mention to anybody that I am from Ghana, the first thing that they, they, and they have been to Ghana themselves, the first thing they tell me, oh, Ghanaians are very welcome, welcoming. Yeah, that is very, very true. Ghanaians are very, very welcoming. And the other thing that I can, I can boast of, and I always do, is that Ghanaians have very good food. And um, comparatively, I can compare Ghanaian food to Southeastern Asian food, and then Caribbean food, and then, um, um, let's see, Indian food. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it is quite similar to, 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 to Indian food, Caribbean food, and then Southeastern Asian. I mean, Cambodia, Vietnam, and, and the likes. So our, our food has a lot of flavor. Our food has a lot of elements to it. Our food has a lot of spice, um, and we eat meat and then seafood a lot because we 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 have the ocean, and yeah. So, um, but we, Ghanaians don't identify to just one type of food because Ghana is um, is is made up of different ethnic groups um, and different tribes. Every ethnic group has its own um, unique food that they bring to the table. Um, the Ashantis have fufu and and the likes, and then the Ever people have banku and and the likes. And when you go to um, the north, we have Tozafi, Wache, and the likes. There are, there are many. You would enjoy it if you go to Ghana. I I encourage you to to. Maybe in, in, in whichever country you're listening to me from, um, just uh, look up a Ghanaian restaurant and then go there and then try it out. If you cannot go to Ghana immediately, just go to um, those restaurants and try it out. I live in New York and in New York there is, um, there is um, a Ghanaian restaurant called Accra. It's in Harlem. 
um, it, they, they have some quite some very good food. So if you happen to be in New York, you can check out Accra and um, they would serve you some very good authentic Ghanaian food. Okay, moving away from food, um, talking about Ghanaian food, I'm, I'm beginning to daydream about Ghanaian food right now because that is how good it is. Um, we Ghanaians and Nigerians always have this joke about um, with this um, specific cuisine called jollof rice. We always joke about, um, we, we always have this banter about on whose jollof rice is the best. But the funny thing is that jollof rice in itself did not originate from either either countries. It didn't originate from Nigeria, it didn't originate from Ghana. It actually originated from Senegal. But whenever we are having the conversation uh, um, on jollof rice, uh, we don't even mention the Senegalese. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, I would, on any day, I would go for Ghanaian jollof rice because, I, come on. Not because I'm biased, it's the best, actually. And then we move on to um, the languages in Ghana. They're, they're, because of the, the ethnic groups in Ghana, we have a lot of languages, actually. I cannot tell offhand how many languages we have in Ghana, but can only mention the ones that I can speak. I can speak the Ever language, I can speak the Tree language, and I can speak... Um, the Fanti language, I can speak a little bit of Ga, and I understand bits and pieces of Ada, and then I can speak my own local dialect too, Dagari. My family would disagree, but yes, I do. <laughs> you cannot verify, so I do. But um, yeah, so when you, when you go to Ghana, it, it, mentioning all these languages, you 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 would wonder, oh, okay, what what if I go to Ghana? What am I going to? How am I going to communicate? Yes. There are many languages, but there's a common thing that we all we all understand and speak among each other. That is English. So if you go to Ghana, we we all speak English because we were colonized by the British. We adopted English as a common language that we all can understand each other in. And then when you move away from our languages, Ghana has quite a number of tourist attractions sites that you can visit. Um, the most interesting that comes to mind when is when I think is um, Cape Coast Castle. Oh, yeah. When um, Barack Obama became president of the United States in 2008, and I think he visited Africa, he visited Ghana in 2009, if I'm not mistaken. I was in Ghana by then. Um, the 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 places he visited, he, vis he visited. One was the Cape Coast Castle, and I have visited the Cape Coast Castle on quite a number of occasions. I never get enough of visiting the Cape Coast Castle. There is so much history in uh, in that place that you, you 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 always have to go back to learn more. You cannot learn every single thing you need to learn about the Cape Coast Castle when you go just once. But one thing I can I can assure you is that when you go to the Cape Coast Castle, you will be overwhelmed with emotion. It's an emotional place. The Cape Coast Castle is one of many castles in Ghana, which was used for the slave trade, for slave trade uh, when slavery was 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 at its was at its peak. Um, the, all, the slaves were brought all over from West Africa, 
and sometimes as far as Central Africa to the Cape Coast Castle and they were put in dungeons and put in chains and then uh, what uh, and then there is a bidding war there, there's sort of like a bidding room where the slaves are lined up and then they are uh, then loaded onto ships by these uh, slave slave uh, whatever traders they buy this the, the slaves and then pack them into these ships and then and take them to the Caribbeans and then Americas and some of them to Europe and so um, I'm, I'm not going to tell you every single thing you're going to see at Cape Coast Castle you must go there yourself to to really experience it I encourage everybody to 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 sort of like make it a mission to visit such places it's not just in Ghana there, there are quite a number of places you, if you go to Senegal you you'll find some 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 uh, some history concerning slavery um, if you go to um, I think if you go to South Africa if you go so there, there are quite a number of places that you can you can go and then learn about 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 the past the slavery past of um, of Africa I mean I believe that for the world to move on as a people, for us to, to begin to accept each other and, and reconcile with each other, we, uh, we must always visit these places. When you visit, it doesn't matter whether you're white, you're black, whether you're Asian, whether you're Latino, these places are there for us to go and then uh, relive and, and, and then learn, relive the experiences that, uh, relive the, the history that that, that took place in the in these places and then we learn from it so that we can best appreciate each other best appreciate um, um, which which angle we are coming from how and so that we can we can get to a single point of convergence true understanding because I believe that if Latinos understand what African Americans have been through if 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 white people understand what Latinos have been through, and white people and black people understand where white people came from, when we all understand each other this way, I think that we can coexist better than we do now. There wouldn't be. I I, I I'm not saying that there wouldn't be racism. I'm not saying that there wouldn't be segregation. There will there would always be racism and there will always be segregation. But I'm saying that what this would lead to is that we can best relate to each other we can best understand each other and where we are all coming from so it is important that we visit such such places and so if you happen to visit ghana or you're planning on taking a trip to africa you put ghana on your on your list this is one of the places that i would encourage you to visit the cape coast castle and then in addition to the Cape Coast Castle, there are quite a number of uh, places that you can visit also. There is the Kakum National Park where you can go and, and, and uh, walk on the canopies. Quite, quite, quite beautiful place. Quite a beautiful place. And then you can also go to uh, Mole National Park. You can go and see the elephants. And it's a safari. And you can go and see the elephants and all that. Um, yeah. So uh, and and in Ghana also because we we are we are beyond the coast. There are quite a few number of beaches. Majority of them are really dirty because they are not kept well. Uh, but the, the few that 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 are clean, you can really um, 
have a very um, relaxing and pleasurable experience on the on the, on 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 the coast. And then uh, I would encourage you that when you go to Ghana, you don't just stay in Accra. You should go to other regions like the Volta region. I love the Volta region because the Volta region is in the eastern part um, of Ghana, and the Volta region has, in my opinion, has um, one of the best weather and the best vegetation in Ghana. If you go to the Volta region, it is not as hot as it is in Accra. People go to Ghana and they just limit themselves to Accra. <laughs> you would not experience anything if you limit yourself to Accra. Yes, in Accra, you would, you would visit the fancy uh, wasn't in places, the fancy hotels, the fancy and all that stuff. But if you really want to experience an authentic Ghana and have an, an authentic Ghanaian experience, you have to leave Accra. You have to go to places like the Volta region. Um, where you would you would you would enjoy the nice serene environments, nice weather. You would visit um, one of the, the the highest waterfalls in in West Africa. You will visit one of the the highest mountains, mountain of Fajato. Beautiful hiking. You you would have an intense hiking experience. So I, I encourage you to leave a crowd when you go to Ghana, and also the eastern region. It's also another place where you would enjoy beautiful views, beautiful landscape, mountains. There's 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 an opportunity for hiking, for 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 uh, how do you call it? Skydiving. You have paragliding, not 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 skydiving. Paragliding. There's a paragliding uh, uh, place in um, in the eastern region. So there is there's quite a number of. Uh, tourist attraction sites um, that are very interesting that you can visit when you go when you you can experience when you go to Ghana and then um, I would also encourage you to go to the northern part of Ghana where the history and the, the, the architecture the tradition in the northern part of Ghana is also very different from what exists in the western the eastern and the southern part of Ghana I come from the northern part of Ghana. The language we speak, the food we eat, is just totally different. If you go to the the far northern part of Ghana, which uh, borders Burkina Faso, the culture there is quite similar to the culture in Burkina Faso because um, we, I think, because they are border towns, they've intermarried, they they they, they eat each other's food. The languages are similar. The, the weather is similar, the, the, the landscape is similar. So, um, yeah, I, I think that, that it's, it's, a, it's a different experience. That's what I'm saying. It's a different experience. You just have to go and visit um, and, and experience all of these things. And I have traveled to quite a number of African countries, actually. I've been to Nigeria. I've been to Togo. I've been to... Uh, um, the last country I, I, I was in before I came, I moved to the U.S. with my wife was uh, Nairobi, Kenya. And um, it's Kenyans are, are different from Ghanaians. Okay, I want to settle this. If you're listening to me and you're not African, I want to tell you this. Africa is a continent. <laughs> Africa is not a country. 
Ghana is a country in Africa. Kenya is a country in Africa. And we have different cultures, different languages, different food. Everything is different. So when you see a Kenyan, it's different from the Ghanaian. We look different. We speak different. We act different. And so uh, that that is a distinction I want to I want you to put I want you to put a Canadian you you can you cannot call a Canadian an American <laughs> I, I I made that mistake calling a Canadian an American once and you cannot do that you cannot call a Kenyan Ghanaian you cannot call uh, Ghanaian and Nigerian uh, no we are different people and so yeah um, if you want to know more about Ghana. You can just go to um, Google, and Google is a is a very very good friend. Google has all the answers. So go to Google and type in Ghana, and it will tell it will show you every single thing you need to know about Ghana. At this point, I would I would, I would say that um, yeah, we'll leave it here. But you join me on the second part for another interesting discussion on a different topic concerning Ghana. Thank you, and catch you soon. <laughs>